I'm Fred Child, and every week here on PT for the past 20 years now, it's been my treat to welcome composer Bruce Adolph, and of course one of our listeners on the phone, too, for what has become far and away the most popular regular feature segment here on PT, our Piano Puzzler, where Bruce Adolph rewrites a familiar tune in the style of a classical composer. He plays it for us on the piano. And the listener on the phone and me here in the hot seat and everyone listening gets the fun of trying to name the hidden tune and the composer whose style Bruce is mimicking. And we're going to take just a few minutes now to celebrate this 20th anniversary of Piano Puzzlers, share some favorite memories and music. Bruce, it's great to see you. Great to see you too, Fred. <laughs> and we'll talk about that chord you okay. just played on the piano. But let's start with the very beginning. How did this all begin 20 plus years ago? What happened was I decided to use them at first to teach in a class at Juilliard Pre-College where I was teaching brilliant teenagers. So I would give them homework assignments. And the homework assignment was to take a tune and write it, let's say, in the style of Brahms or in the style of Mozart. And we'd talk about it. And that was the way we'd get into theory. So then, years later, I was at the Chamber Music Society of Lincoln Center, where I still am. And I was incorporating this kind of thing, where let's say there was a piece by Haydn on the program and a piece by Stravinsky on the program. I would put them together and play them at the same time because the audience found it funny, and that's how I'd get the lectures going. Somebody from public radio was in the audience, and she invited me to do one on the air. And what happened? So, yeah, you brought a little set of them. I think we started with half a dozen. Right. And we thought that was going to be it. Yeah. And the first one we called Keyboard Conundrum. Yes. <laughs> not, not bad. <laughs> not bad, not bad. The second one we called Piano Puzzler, and we had three or four other alliterative names ready to go, but Piano Puzzler stuck. Yes. And we did half a dozen, and about halfway through that, I think you called Anya Grunman at NPR, and you said, I have six more. Right. <laughs> Crazy. And we have so much more to talk about, but just as an example, this is just a minute long. See if you can name the hidden tune and the style of this. And we'll, we'll come back and talk about this in just a moment. I'm a big baseball fan, big fan of the New York Mets. Of course, I recognize that as the tune that's often played in the seventh inning stretch. Take me out to the ball game, but I've never heard this version <laughs> well, in a ballpark. This is in the style 
of Sergei Rachmaninoff. Absolutely. Yes. It's based on the piano accompaniment to Spring Waters. An actual song by Sergei Rachmaninoff. Yes, I took some of the configurations from it and then I've kept going, of course. But it does have references to the song and it has the Take Me Out to the Ball Game by the amazing Albert von Tilzer. <laughs> <laughs> but the amazing thing, Fred, is that's not me playing. That's... Orion Weiss. And in fact, all of the piano puzzler demonstrations we're playing during this segment are from an album project, Bruce, that you put together a few years ago with a lot of world-class pianists playing piano puzzlers. And we'll circle back around to talk yeah, more about that in, sure. in a few minutes. But I don't know if I've ever told you this uh -oh. in 20 years. When you and I started recording these, I was literally terrified <laughs> because the way we do this yes. is you and I can see each other. We can make eye contact, but the music stand on the piano is turned away from me. I don't know what's coming. And especially at the beginning, I felt like if I come up short, I'm going to look really silly. I had to get over that terror and learn that it's okay. And not only is it okay if I don't know, it's actually kind of cool right? because then I learn something. When the person playing, too, doesn't get it immediately, uh, we have time to talk and explore, and, and there's a nice educational moment. And it's also fun. It makes the show yes. much more entertaining. And we have people calling in who, before we go on the air, we're kind of talking during the warm-up, and they say, oh, I'm so scared I'm going to get it wrong. Right. And it's nice for me to be able to share, hey, I know exactly what you mean, and it's okay. Bruce, this next one we're going to hear is played by your wife, Maria. Yes? Yes, Maria Stroke, a fantastic pianist. So we won't say what this is. No. It's yet another of the thousand-plus piano puzzlers by Bruce Adolph. Bruce and I both were just sitting here literally laughing out loud <laughs> listening to that. We just heard the Beatles' Hey Jude in the style of Josef Haydn, that recording made by pianist Maria Stroke. We're celebrating the 20th anniversary of Bruce Adolph's Piano Puzzlers. 
Bruce, I've noticed a real evolution over the course of your composition of piano puzzlers over these 20 years. They used to be super short and very simple, but over 20 years, they've really evolved. And I would say have more of a sense of form. Well, you know, I think part of it is that in the beginning, I didn't want to overstep the bounds of what I was invited to do. I was a little worried about this. So I kept them brief and a little bit simple so people would guess them. And I felt more and more as they obviously became a part of what we do that I could explore more. But more than that, I started to realize I could learn a huge amount myself by getting into these composers in a different way. So I find this a great learning experience. And over the years, I started to realize, hey, these are going on forever, so they better be good, too. (laughs) And I, I felt if it's going to continue, I have a responsibility to make them the best things I can and not to dash them off. So I don't dash them off. Yeah. I get really into it now. And speaking of putting composers together with things they never would have known, Frederick Chopin and Jingle Bells.
Well, we just heard two piano puzzlers back-to-back, both about the winter holidays. First, Jingle Bells, in the style of Frederick Chopin, and we just heard a much shorter one, the song Hanukkah, in the style of Igor Stravinsky. Two piano puzzlers by Bruce Adolph, both of these recordings by the late, great pianist Josef Kalikstein. Bruce, I was expressing some appreciation earlier about how your piano puzzlers have expanded my understanding of the evolution of classical music. But there's more than that that I have learned about myself from piano puzzlers. It's even the way my mind makes meaning out of my experience. Making connections between disparate things is actually really, truly fun. And it is what humor is. That's what jokes are. You know, that you say something and then you rethink it completely because of the next line of the joke. You go back and redefine it. And one of the weird things about puzzlers that people have said to me is that they think something sounds beautiful and lovely. And then they suddenly realize what the tune is, and now it's funny, and they don't hear it the same way anymore. It's become funny. Bruce, something else I've noticed about your piano puzzlers is that sometimes tunes come back. Like, you will take the same tune and write it in the style of multiple composers, and we're about to hear an example of that. Won't even name the tune, but the first version is in the style of Sergei Prokofiev, the second version in the style of Igor Stravinsky. So listen to how the same tune can be done in the style of different composers. Here we go. Okay, well, I recognize the tune there. London Bridge is falling down, clearly in two different styles from composers from the same area of the world who lived at the same time, but noticeably different styles. The first in the style of Sergei Prokofiev, the second in the style of Igor Stravinsky. 
I'm Fred Child. Bruce Adolph is here with me. We are celebrating the 20th anniversary of Piano Puzzlers. You know, sometimes it's intuitive. Like we'll get a caller who says, I don't even know why I think it's Debussy, but it just sounds to me like Claude Debussy. Right. And then a lot of times what you will do, Bruce, is say, ah, well, it's Debussy because whole tones, because dominant ninth chords moving in parallel, and you'll get into that music theory. Right. And I'm learning a lot, and apparently a lot of people enjoy that learning, too. I love doing it, too. I've always loved teaching, and I always learn a lot doing it. I feel the reason I can keep writing these puzzles is how much I learn writing them. And that's why sometimes I go astray, so to speak, into areas with a composer I haven't written as much music for and taking a tune that I've never used before. But I also really love taking the same tune over and over and over because that is a way to really discover the stylistic elements. You mentioned composers whose style you haven't often tackled. And here's an example of that. A French composer who's only come up a few times in Piano Puzzlers, and that is Francis Poulenc. think of that many things that are beautiful and funny at the same time. <laughs> but that piano puzzler is those two. It's old MacDonald in the style of French composer Francis Poulenc. Orion Weiss was the pianist for that one. I'm Fred Child. We're celebrating the 20th anniversary of Piano Puzzlers by Bruce Adolph. And Bruce, when I greet you at the beginning of Piano Puzzlers, you always play the same thing on piano. What is that? Well, we call it the Fred chord. <laughs> you know, actually, this is something I've been doing since I was a kid. I would sit down at the piano, and I always do that first. I've been doing it for so long that whenever I try a new piano, or I'm about to play somewhere, and there's a piano I don't know, I always do that. <laughs> and I was at a wedding of a friend, and the groom's mother came up to me, and she said, can you play something on the piano for me? So I went to the house and sat down with her, and she said, can you play the Fred chord? <laughs> I just was so surprised, you know, and I didn't, that was the first time I heard it referred to that way. But apparently that is what it's called. So, you know, one, I was giving a concert somewhere, Fred, and I said to the audience, is there anyone named Fred here? So one guy raised his hand, and I said, hi, Fred. <laughs> And the audience went crazy. They just went crazy. <laughs> so, Bruce, the musical examples that we've been hearing during this 20th anniversary celebration of Piano Puzzlers are part of a collection that you put together with friends. It didn't come out as a CD, but it really is an album of Piano Puzzlers played by great pianists. Yes. You invited me to play one of the earliest Piano Puzzlers. So this is my recording of Bruce's Piano Puzzler, Streets of Laredo, in the style of Bach.
Now, that was my recording at the piano of Streets of Laredo in the style of Bach. Bruce, if people want to play some of these, there are books available, right? Yes, there are three books of piano posters, an old one, a middle one, and the newest one, which is the 20th anniversary booklet. Each one has 30 piano posters in it. And each has a short essay by you and an essay by me as well. You're also a writer about music and ideas. Yeah, I've been doing that for a while. And I have a book that's been issued in a third edition by Oxford University Press very recently called The Mind's Ear, which is a series of exercises for anybody from a professional musician to a listener, a student, a a music teacher— to improve your own musical imagination in your own way. And there's a whole section on the piano posters in the back for pianists who want to learn how to get into that themselves, how to improvise their way into it. And that's called The Mind's Ear. The Mind's Ear. My most recent book is called Visions and Decisions, Imagination and Technique in Musical Composition. It's a small book of stories and anecdotes about music and music composition using a wide range of styles and composers, but also supported by scientific evidence from people who study sleep, dreams, and neuroscience. Bruce, as as we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of Piano Puzzlers, I have to include my personal gratitude because your creativity has had such a profound impact on the way I listen to music, how much I appreciate music, It's been a privilege and continues to be one of the great joys in my life uh, doing piano puzzlers with you and with our listeners. So, Bruce, thank you. I couldn't do it without you, Fred. Thanks. (laughs) 